Welcome guys to the Kathy Said Podcast. I'm your Keep It Real by being your authentic self host, Kathy Witter. I'm me first, but I'm also a mom, minister, motivational speaker, and a writer. So let's get right into what Kathy said. Today is episode three, season two. Um, I usually title my podcast episodes and I have no clue <laughs> what to call this, but I know that it was something that I needed to talk about because every podcast that I listened to today basically talked about the exact same idea. It's crazy. I promise you. I started out with one pod, uh, podcast that I was listening to that was talking about this. And then every podcast I listened to after had the same thought. And I was like, okay, I guess this is a thing and that we should talk about this. So um, while I don't have a title, I do have a thought. And it's about um, our identity and knowing who we are. And how to get to this place. So like I said, um, I was listening to a podcast this morning that in essence was not about identity, but identity became a strong message in the podcast because you could not know how to navigate a relationship if you did not know yourself. And I wholeheartedly agree. Um, and as I listened to this episode, it kind of gave me the overall message that people don't know themselves very well at all or are very dishonest with what they do know about themselves. And a lot of that is the cause as to why some of our relationships are so very painful and not the places of peace and joy and rest that they are supposed to be. Um, so let's just explore the thought, how well do you know yourself? Now, I I think I know myself pretty well, but I'm uncovering layers and layers as I get older. And I think for the most part, I'm not discovering new things about myself, but I am rediscovering things that have always been there that I've buried for one reason or another. But the thing is, is that you can't really be your authentic self without first knowing what that is. So if you really don't have a clear sense of identity, then you're walking around with a false sense of who you are and you're projecting that into the world. There are a variety of different ways that we can look into ourselves to start the process of really getting in touch with who we are. 
but a few to that come to mind are um, your personality. What is your overall natural state of being? When you are being the truest you that you know how to be, what does that look like? Are you bubbly? Are you just really relaxed and chill? Are you kind of frenetic and anxious all over the place, just a ball of energy? Um, whatever that is, that is who you are at your core. And once you know that, it helps you start to learn how you can navigate in the world with that particular personality. Another area is spirituality, which is a huge component as far as I'm concerned. I um, really got to know who I was when I really took the time to define my own spirituality and what that meant to me. I define myself as a Christian. I was born into a Christian family. We were not a very religious or spiritual family, but that is the religion that my family identified itself with. Then we, um, I went through a change because the denomination that my family was, was Episcopalian, which to me is like a shoot off of Catholicism. And it really wasn't for me. So as I moved through my uh, early years of adulthood, I kind of didn't do anything in terms of religion. I just didn't go to church. I wasn't practicing any type of faith-based um, experience at all. And then when I started having children, it came back to me because I wanted to build that type of foundation in my children. I wanted to establish spirituality within my children so that they knew what to draw upon when life got hard. And so I became a Baptist because that resonated with me more spiritually, the type of music, the teachings, <clears throat> just spoke to my soul. And then I veered away from that for a little while. And I started experimenting with other religions. And um, I delved into Islam for a little while. I thought about Buddhism. So when I say I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian because I know what I believe. And I have walked around in some other religions and knew that that was not the path for me. That was not the, um, the way I wanted to serve God. And I am firm in my resolve that I am a Christian and that I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ who died for my sins. And I am saved because of that. So I make my choices in life based on that premise there. But if you haven't truly defined yourself spiritually, then you don't know if 
you really are what you say you are. Are you a Christian because you were born into a Christian family? Do you not practice any type of religion because you grew up in a family that didn't find that important? It, as as we go into adulthood, it's really important that we start to um, delve into these thoughts and really hone in on, is this for me? Is this who I really am? And I find that when you do that spiritually, everything in your life will start to form around that central thought and you'll start to do and act in ways that align with the faith that you have chosen. And then um, lastly, but certainly not least, is um, sexuality. Now, I don't know if you're anything like me, but I grew up in a family where we didn't talk about sexuality at all. <laughs> it wasn't something that we sat around the kitchen table and talked about. And so you grew up accepting whatever gender you were. If you're a female, you're female. If you're male, you're male. Um, I don't think it was ever a thought that you would be anything other. But now we live in a world where people are really starting to come into their own about their sexuality and how they define themselves. So how do you define yourself as a sexual being? Um, are you heterosexual? Are you homosexual? Are you gender fluid? Are you monogamous? And if you're monogamous, why are you monogamous? Are you monogamous because that's just the only thought that you've ever been presented? Have you not thought about and explored any other areas? Um, everybody is talking about polyamorous relationships. Now, I know for a fact that that is not for me. While I have never tried it, I know that it's not for me because I am territorial. <laughs> and while I know love is not about being territorial and you cannot own a person, and I do know that, I also, um, for me believe that when I'm in a relationship that is committed, I would like us to be committed to each other and not um, explore the possibility of introducing other people into our relationship. So therefore, polyamory is not for me, but it may be for someone else. There are people out here who are habitual cheaters that Every relationship they get into, they cheat on their partner. Some of that could be explained in the fact that they are a polyamorous person and it is not natural for them to be in a committed relationship with one person. Now, polyamory does not mean you just go around doing what you do with everybody. Polyamory is you are committed but it may be to several people. So that might be a thought. But the, the point of this is that I'm not encouraging anybody to be polyamorous. The thought is we accept the, the labels and the titles that we were given at birth and in our young ages because we don't know anything else and we've never taken the time to explore any other thoughts and we accept what we've been told 
is who we are. I think at a certain age, you have to decide for yourself who you are and you have to systematically go about the process of figuring out exactly who you are. Now, while I cannot say in totality that I know the length and the breadth of who I am, I'm pretty confident in where I am right now. And I feel great about where I am. Um, those choices that have led me to knowing myself. It is not always an easy road because, I mean, we all think that we're unique in some ways. I am unique in some areas because I won't conform to what has been established as the norm in certain areas of my life, which then makes me peculiar or weird or whatever labels we call people. When it simply is, is that I don't fit the box that everybody else is in, in that particular area. And that's okay. I'm learning that it's okay. For a long time, I suppressed who I really am because I wanted to fit into that box and be accepted and um, basically be like everybody else in that particular area. And it damn near killed me <laughs> because I tried so hard but I was miserable inside and I resolved that I just would never go back there, even if that meant that I would never be looked upon um, as a respected member of that community again. I just won't, I just won't do it to myself. I believe that God created me the way I am and um, he knows me and that there are people who I need to reach being exactly who I am. And if I am trying to be what other people think I should be, those people will never be touched by me. And so I am willing to not um, be accepted, but fulfill the call that God has on my life. So guys, I am going to end this right here. We may pick this up again in a later episode because I think it's worth talking about. I want everyone to know and experience the freedom of knowing who you are and being comfortable in who you are, despite what anyone may feel or say about you. So take a little time, just a little bit of time each and every day to explore a new thought and idea about who you are so that you can get to the root of you <laughs> and be able to walk in true authenticity and transparency. Once again, thank you so very much for listening to this episode and any episodes of this podcast that you have listened to. Please feel free to share me with your friends and your family. As I always say, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about the, the Kathy Coffee. What is that? The Kathy Said Podcast. And until the next time, I pray that you be well and that you have peace within your heart and life treats you as beautiful as you are. <laughs>